0: welcome to arson a magical audio drama storytelling experience arson contains swearing allusions to sexual themes
1: as well as themes of violence thank you and enjoy this episode of arson
0: Dear Diary, it's been a week since I... since Arson died. The citizens were happy, but I... I feel so guilty. I know that there was no other choice, and and I had to do it, or he he could have hurt a lot more people. Logically, I understand that. Emotionally, not so much. I've stayed in Frisia. I thought about going back to New York, back to my life. I've already missed so much. Almost a year of time on Earth. Dominic told me that it won't always move that fast. He tried to explain the time difference, but it felt like he was speaking a different language. He said that the seasons in Lafresia and the corresponding season on Earth can cause it all to move quicker or slower, whatever that means. He told me that this past week equaled about nine months on Earth. But next week would only be an additional three months because of some solstice or the position of the sun? Who knows? Although maybe I should learn. Since I'm going to be here... Do I miss New York? Yeah. But they need me here. Which is kind of a weird feeling. Being needed by a place and a people that I barely know. Today is my coronation. They're going to crown me a queen. The old tradition-holding court deliberated for a while. Many found it inappropriate to crown an outsider. But after a long, long day of questioning my morals and just about everything else, the fact that I was Lucius' daughter was the only tradition that mattered. So now I'm here, and I will be, for the rest of my life. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Doubts have been swirling in my mind ever since the court agreed to the coronation. Flax and the other Unsealy were partially pardoned by the court after hearing Arson's confession. It will be official once I'm crowned. I plan to make that my first declaration. After that, I plan to open the gates forever. I've spoken with Basil a few times since that day. He was the one who led the mob to the castle. Those angry citizens and the suggestive magic guards surrounding the walls were a huge part of ending Arson's reign. He wasn't going to go quietly. And he wasn't going to stop attacking. I've had nightmares every night about what I've done. What I had to do. I find myself in this empty void, and I see my parents. I try to run to them, but no, no matter how much I run, I never get any closer. And they're looking at me with such disappointment. And eventually, when I stop trying to run, I hear my father's voice call out across the expanse.
2: He was your family, Arlie. How could you?
0: And he's right. No matter how corrupt he was, he was my family, the only family I had left, and I killed him. Shelby's actually been great about talking me through it, trying to work through this feeling of betraying my family. She's got some experience in that after all. Nyx has been hard at work introducing the Unseely to Lafresia. Helping them find shelter and positions within the community. Although many of the Unsealy opted to stay in the Beneath until their pardon is official. Which makes sense. They'll probably be at the coronation. Dominic has already written two books this week about the real histories of Frigia. <laughs> he plans to send them to Ramona and have them integrated into the school's curriculum by the end of the month. It's good. They deserve to learn the truth. I haven't seen much of Kaylin this past week. He's been really busy with the guard. I think he's been working on making accommodations so the unsealy guard can fit right in when they arrive. The world keeps turning. And honestly, I feel like I'm stuck on this merry-go-round and it just keeps spinning and going around and around and no matter how many times I ask to get off, I can't. I'm not allowed anymore. I want to be a good leader. I want to do what's best for Lafrisia, and I will try. My father's legacy deserves that much.
3: Who is it? It's just us. We have your outfit.
4: Come in. The seamstress wanted us to bring you your coronation dress.
3: This thing is 50 pounds. I hope you've lifted weights lately, or else you might actually fall down while walking up the throne steps.
4: They want you to be ready to head downstairs in 15 minutes.
3: The throne room is packed, Ellie. People from all over Light are here today. Flax, Colton, and Gregor are here too, with about 75 other Unseelie. It's got a few people on edge, but I think everyone is handling it.
0: Okay, uh, do you think you could help me get this thing on? Of course. Orly
1: lifted the lid of the box to reveal a gorgeous blue sparkling gown. The corset had a golden lace applique that extended to create the transparent sleeves. She lifted the dress from the box and eyed the tulle skirt that was dotted with golden stars, much like the Lafresian night sky. The cathedral-length train spilled onto the floor. Ah...
0: I see where the wait comes from. This train is longer than some of the ones I'd have to wait for in Ohio.
3: (laughs) It's gorgeous. Alright, Ellie. Off with the rope. It's dress time.
4: Okay, there we go. Time to lace you up.
3: Have you ever worn a corset before?
4: No. They're not really common anymore. Well, they're not common here either, except for big occasions. Does
3: it hurt? <gasps> oh! It's like a torture device. Oh, Nyx, let me do it.
4: You've never laced up before.
3: <gasps> I'm a fast learner. Okay, <laughs> people did this all the time, Ugh, and I thought high heels were bad. Oh yeah, we got you a pair of those too.
4: Uh, we're almost done. There.
0: Okay, okay. Let me just... Let me just find my diaphragm real quick. Jesus. (sighs) Okay.
4: How do I look? Wow, Ellie. You clean up nice. I do have something for you. Your eyes have reverted back to green, so I brought you an intolator, in case you wanted them to be gold for today. Thank you, Nyx. That's... that's really thoughtful. But I think I
0: need to do this as me. Of course.
3: Hey! It's me! I got it. Hey!
0: Look at you! Look good? Almost. Ah, gee, thanks. I was supposed to bring you this. Dominic
1: held up the circular box for the others to see. What is
0: it?
2: Your circlet. It's what you wear before it gets, you know, replaced by the crown.
1: Dominic reached inside the box and lifted the circlet, a ring of golden leaves, from the box. He handed the box off to Shelby and walked forward to Orley. Oh, uh, here.
2: There you go. <laughs> that looks good. Now you look
1: like a queen. Orly turned her head toward the voice to see Kalen leaning casually against the doorframe. He wore the same outfit as the others, a dark blue jacket with golden lining. Descending lengths of leather straps spanned across his chest, fastened on each end by gold shank buttons, the crest of the guard proudly embossed on their surface. But Kaelin's jacket differed from the others. Golden epaulettes and cords decorated his coat to signify his stature in the guard. His dark pants tucked into his knee-high boots. His usually messy hair combed back. Orly took a moment to admire him. He smiled brightly when he noticed what Orly was doing.
4: Let's give them a minute. We'll be outside. We need to head down in a few minutes. Yeah, I'll be ready. Don't ruin your makeup, okay? Shelby. What?
0: So, how do I look?
2: You look beautiful, your highness.
0: You don't look too bad yourself. (laughs) How are you? Nervous.
2: You have no reason to be.
0: I have no idea what I'm doing.
2: Yes, you do. You're a leader. You care about other people. It's in your blood.
0: I want to make Lafrisia a better place for everyone. I want to fix the mistakes that my uncle and my grandfather made, and I want to be the perfect ruler. I just... I don't know how.
2: Lafrisia doesn't need a perfect ruler. A perfect ruler doesn't even exist. Lafrisia needs somebody who is willing to make sacrifices for the people, To put their citizens' needs above their own. Someone who understands that the world changes, evolves, adapts, and so must its laws and its ideals. A ruler who can be just and fair while also being direct. I've seen these qualities in you. You were born of two worlds, and you were the bridge we needed to connect them was no small feat. You'll be an incredible queen.
0: Your confidence in me, however misplaced, is very comforting.
2: Well, your highness, I should probably escort you to the throne room now.
0: Your highness? (laughs) Please don't tell me things are going to get all weird between us now that I'm your boss.
2: No, of course not. I'm the captain of your guard.
0: Is that all you are?
2: Perhaps we can talk after the coronation? About what? Everything. Us.
0: Are you breaking up with me, Kaelin Quill Wasp?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it... It could be seen as inappropriate. By who? Everyone.
0: Don't be so serious all the time, Galen. Live a little. This job is exactly that, a job. Don't let it dictate your life and keep you from doing things that you want to do. That's an order.
2: Yes, your highness.
0: Call me your highness one more time and see what happens. <laughs> We've been through way too much for you to call me anything other than orally.
2: It has been an eventful few weeks. Thank you. For what? All of it. You're welcome.
3: I love you, Kaelin.
2: I love you, Orly.
3: Enough smooching. It's time to go. <laughs> All right, well, I guess it's time to go.
2: <laughs> Shall we?
3: Kaylin <laughs> turned and
1: offered Orly his arm. She delicately draped her arm through his and smiled brightly at him before they headed out of the chamber and into the hall. Nix and Shelby led the group while Dominic walked behind. The sounds of the large crowd grew closer, and Orly could hear the Lafrisian band playing a magical fanfare as they approached. Okay, Ellie. Okay, breathe.
2: You can do this.
1: The group stopped just outside the doors to the throne room. She could hear the bustling on the other side. A muffled voice asked them all to be seated, and the bustling came to a stop. Her heart skipped a beat, and she held Kaelin's arm tightly. He leaned down to bring his lips to her ear, and whispered,
2: I believe in you. We all do.
1: Caelan dropped his arm and stepped forward to meet Nix, Shelby, and Dominic at the entrance of the hall. Guard members on either side opened the door and let her friends through. Caelan shot a quick wink back at her before making his way down the aisle. Aurelie smiled as the four of them received a chorus of cheers and applause from the citizens. The news of their bravery and fight for the truth had clearly spread. Their hearts swelled with pride as they reached the end of the aisle and split off to find their spots flanking the platform. Then the music shifted and she knew it was her turn. Your Highness, you can go now. And so she did. One step at a time, her train spanning the width of the aisle. The citizens stood and watched her with cautious but hopeful eyes. She glided across the floor toward the throne that sat in front of her. She glanced into the crowd and saw Flax, who smiled and offered a slight bow. She returned the smile and nodded in response. She took another deep breath as she approached the end of the aisle. With a quick glance to Cailin, she ascended the steps and arrived face to face with the head of the Lafrisian court. They exchanged bows, and Orly moved to sit on the throne to await the ceremony.
5: Please be seated. Citizens of Lafresia, today marks a new chapter in the story of our kingdom. Today we crown a new monarch to sit atop the throne, the daughter of the lost son. Aurelie Faye Sharp, daughter of Prince Lucius and his wife Violetta, today becomes the first queen of Lafrisia. Miss Sharp, please stand. This scepter represents the hardships that we will weather with you as our guide. This orb represents the citizens, our magic, the world we've created. Do you swear to perform your duties as our queen to the best of your ability? I swear. Now, Miss Sharp, please recite the Oath of the Lafrisian Monarch.
0: Through darkness, I will lead with light. Through hardships, I will guide with passion. Through pain, I will stand with arms outstretched. I will uphold the laws of our world and rule with fairness, today and every day, as long as I live.
5: Citizens of Lafreesia. I present Aurelie Fay Sharp, Queen of Lafrisia.
0: Thank you. Thank you all so much for being here for believing in me. It is my goal to correct the mistakes that those who once held my position made, and I don't intend to wait another moment. Will the members of the Lafrisian court please stand? My first decree. I move to make the pardoning of all Unseelie permanent and active. The crimes for which they were condemned and banished were not of their own. Seconded. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Aye.
5: The ayes have it. So decreed. She really did it. Of course she did.
0: I move to open the gates joining worlds permanently thus allowing travel between realms. Seconded. All in favor?
4: Aye. Aye. Aye.
5: And so decreed.
0: And finally, for my last decree, I move to abdicate the throne to Kaelin Quillwasp. You've gotta be kidding
1: me. <laughs> uh, of course she can.
0: Please, allow me to explain. Caelan Quillwasp was born in Lafrisia. He grew up here. He understands the customs, the traditions, the intricacies. He worked closely with both Arson and my father Lucius. In fact, my father considered him a friend. He is Lafrisia. And earlier today, when I spoke to him about what Lafrisia deserved in a ruler he said that Lafrisia doesn't need a perfect ruler. It needs someone who is willing to make sacrifices for the people, to put their citizens' needs above their own, someone who understands that the world changes, evolves, adapts, and... so must its laws and its ideals. Caelan didn't know it, but he was describing himself... As the captain of the guard, he has dedicated his life to this kingdom. To you. The bridge between the worlds is open. And I didn't do that alone. In fact, I couldn't have done it without him and his team. Kaelin Quillwasp is the ruler that Lafrisia deserves. And I move to make it so.
5: Your Majesty, this is unconventional.
0: I know. But sometimes in order to do what's right, you have to be willing to adapt.
5: (laughs) Hmm. You remind me of your father. Seconded.
0: All in favor? Aye. Aye. Aye.
5: So decreed. Captain Quillwasp, please join us. Orally, what are you
0: doing? I'm doing what's best for the Frisia. You belong here. This is your world and nobody can rule it better than you.
2: Orally, I can't.
5: This is-
0: Yes, you can. I believe in you.
5: Citizens of Lafrisia, in a drastic turn of events, today marks yet another new chapter in the story of our kingdom. Today we crown Kaelin Quillwasp, former captain of the Lafrisian Guard as King of Lafrisia,
3: You have got to be king.
5: Queen Orly Faye Sharp, you have chosen to abdicate the throne. Do you understand that this means you will hold no position in the Lafrisian monarchy? I do. Let it be so. Captain Quillwasp, please step forward. This scepter Represents the hardships that we will weather with you as our guide This orb represents the citizens our magic The world we've created Do you swear to perform your duties as our king to the best of your ability? I um. You swear uh, I swear Now mr. Quill Please recite the oath of the Lafrisian
2: Monarch. Through darkness, I will lead with light. Through hardships, I will guide with passion. Through pain, I will stand with arms outstretched. I will uphold the laws of our world and rule with fairness. Today and every day, as long as I live. Citizens of Lafresia,
5: I present Caelan Quillwasp, King of Lafresia.
2: Come in.
4: Your Majesty, you called for me.
2: Nix, please. Caelan will be just fine.
4: Well, King Kaelin, what do you need?
2: I've been king for two days, and the paperwork is kind of overwhelming. But with my recent promotion, I was unable to find a replacement for my position in the guard. Nix, I'd like you to take the title of captain. Kalen. You're the clear choice, Nix. Please say you'll take it and remove one thing from my never ending to do list.
4: I'd be honored. Thank you.
2: No, thank you. Are Dominic and Shelby in the hall?
4: Yeah, they came with me.
2: Can you call them in, please?
4: Of course. Shelby, Dom, get in here.
2: Well, I could have done that.
3: Then why didn't you?
4: <laughs> Your
2: Majesty.
3: Do we have to bow to you now?
2: No, in fact, please don't.
3: Good. So, how's it going, Mr. King?
2: Busy. How are the unseelie guard members fitting in?
3: They've made themselves right at home. Kind of annoying, if you ask me. I think Shelby's tried to murder Gregor, uh, at least twice. At least I'm not fawning all over Colton. What? Don't... shut up!
2: (laughs) I'm glad they seem to be comfortable here. I've asked Flax to be an advisor. His input will help make sure the past does not repeat itself again.
3: Good. I think that's a great idea, Caitlin.
2: Thank you.
4: Have you talked to her yet? Not since she told me. Well, excuse me for speaking out of turn, but you should. She's leaving today. You can't just let her
3: go without saying goodbye.
2: I can't. I I can't talk to her. Why not? Because she wants to leave.
3: Doesn't mean you can't go say goodbye.
2: It does, actually. How? Because if I go to talk to her, I would ask her to stay.
3: Exactly.
2: Is that so bad? It's selfish. And I can't put that kind of guilt on her. That's not what she wants.
4: Kaylin, you two love each other. If you let her go back to Earth without at least saying goodbye, you're going to regret it.
2: I want her to stay. We all do. But we have to trust that she's doing what's best for her. Isn't that enough? I don't know if it is. I wanted... I want so much more.
3: Well, life has a way of being unfair sometimes. Shall we? What? It's true. Life can suck. Remember when you arrested my family and you gave me one last chance to say goodbye to them before you took them away? I didn't. And honestly, no matter how mad I was at them, I've wished every single day since that I had done it. That I had just gotten over my pride to say goodbye. So do it, Caitlin. Don't leave anything unsaid. Or you'll hate yourself every day for the rest of your life.
2: You're right. Gods, you're right. What am I doing? Is she still in the castle?
4: No. She's out with flax by the waterfall. She's going to leave soon. You should hurry.
2: Thank you. Thank you all. No problem. Your Majesty You've done a lot of good here Orally. You made your parents very proud. I hope so. You have. It's been one of the best honors of my life knowing you and your family. I wish I could have protected them.
0: You did something even more important. You opened their eyes to the truth.
2: (laughs) I guess I did.
0: I heard you're the new advisor. Congratulations.
2: (sighs) Did Kalen tell you?
0: No. He hasn't really talked to me since I told him I was going back to Earth.
2: I'm sure he's just busy. Being a king is no small task. And he didn't exactly have time to prepare.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, thank you, Flax, for everything. I'm ready to go home now.
2: And thanks to you, the gates are open now.
0: Yeah, pretty cool.
2: Think you'll visit?
0: I don't think so. Why not? I've already missed so much of my life, you know? Every second I spend here is just more time than my life on Earth is passing me by. Bless. I'm finding it really hard to gather enough courage to leave. It'll be too hard to come back only to leave again.
2: I will miss you, Orly Fay Sharp.
0: Hey, if you're ever in New York again,
3: look me up.
2: Of course. It appears you have a royal audience to attend to. I'll see you later, Orly.
0: Goodbye, Flax. You flew here.
2: I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss you.
0: Have I mentioned how glad I am that I never got the painful wing thing? (laughs) Yeah. So, how's being king? It's a lot of hard
2: work, but worth it.
0: I'm proud of you for what it's worth. Thank you. I should probably get going. Right. Oh, well, um... <laughs> goodbye, then.
2: Wait, Orally.
0: Please, don't.
2: You don't even know what I was going to say.
0: Yes, I do. You're going to ask me to stay. Would you? Kaylin. Would
2: you stay if I asked you to? I can't. Orally, would you?
0: Yes, I would. Of course I would.
2: I knew it. I knew you didn't want to go.
0: I don't want to, but I need to. Kaylin, this isn't my home. It could be. I know. I know it could be.
2: I don't want to imagine a life without you in it.
0: The gates are open, Kaylin. We could see each other.
2: It's not the same. I know. You would stay if I asked.
0: Yes. But Kaylin, please don't ask me to.
2: I love you. You know that, right?
0: I love you too, Cameron.
2: But you have to leave.
0: I do.
1: Then
2: let me thank you. For changing everything. For changing me. For making me a better leader. For loving me.
4: (laughs) That was easy. Thank you.
2: I understand why you need to do this, but I don't have to like it, do I?
0: (laughs) Of course not.
4: I don't like it either.
2: I'm going to miss you so much, Orly. Every day. Ditto. So... Now what?
4: (laughs) Well now,
0: you're going to kiss me one more time. And say goodbye.
4: (laughs) Goodbye, Caitlin.
1: Dylan reached into his pocket, and pulled out a small golden box. He opened it gently, and his eyes rested on the golden ring with the dark gray stone that swirled with what looked like starlight. A tear slid down his cheek as he shut the box, and returned it to his pocket.
2: Goodbye, Orly.
1: Thank you for listening. Today's finale was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, Daniel Young, Emily Booza, Ace Corsaira, Michael Porteous, Wes Haas, Daniel Santoy, Zachary Robb, Griffin Coldiron, Jay Ortiz, Abby Casino, and the voices of the Court, Liza Holmes, Cody Page, Tim Lowe, Brad Colebrook, and Rin Moran. This episode was sound designed and edited by Brad Colbrook along with Mariah Clausen and Griffin Coldiron and featured the music of John Bartman. Want to stay up to date on all things The Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lefriesian Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next season, listeners.